everybody out there in podcast land, this is your host, Severin Henderson of Firecast, back again with another episode. And before this episode comes on, I just wanted to offer a quick disclaimer. So, Captain Bilal is a member of the KMA Club. And if you don't know what a KMA Club member is, just kind of think about it in your head and process those letters and you will come up with the answer. Um, For people already from the city and for people in the service, they probably know what KMA is. But you will quickly learn what that is while you listen to this podcast. So I offer that disclaimer to say some of the thoughts and views that he has aren't the ones that I share, but at the same time, I can't just edit someone and say, don't say that, especially if that's their feelings. So I, you know, have a platform where I let people come on and talk and speak about what they like to speak about. And that's what we did on this podcast. At the same time, it's a great episode. It's a great interview is very raw it's very real i really enjoyed our conversation i hope to sit down and talk with them again in the near future that being said here's the episode hope you enjoy and as always please offer some feedback so we can know what to offer you next thanks have a question about testing so some people are under the opinion that more tests more bite at the apple is a good thing some people are saying it's a bad thing some people are already opinion of they take 12 years to put up a test we're usually at the back let's leave it up for forever um kind of tell me what your position your side of it is and kind of why well, the testing, first of all, to do well in the test, you have to study. You have to have a commitment to studying. If you don't study for this test, they'll say stuff like, um, how many watts are in an exit light? How many turns for a 75. Fire 75. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How many turns for Crazy a fire question. Hydrant? Crazy like, question. Uh, you, see, you see a fire extinguisher. How heavy is it? Yeah. How high can it be? What's the hydrostatic test? How wide is that door to go into a building? How wide is an aisle? So some of these questions aren't like, it's not like, how the fuck brave are you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if there's a gunshot victim and there's no police there, are you going to see about the victim? Are you, you know, going to stay in the rig and wait? Like, yeah. They say like, if there's a fire going, are you going to fuck with your mask or you go in? Like yeah. they don't. So like some of these questions aren't like they're important for safety and this and that. You do have to know. You know, you know, is that an ordinary building, fire constructive, fire resistive building? Because we have to go about that building differently. So there are strategies and tactics you have to know. Mm-hmm. Basement fire, you're coming Charlie's side. That's the rear side because that's what you want to know. You want to hit from the exterior first. You want to go through your tick camera to the window. Some of these things you have to know. If the if the engine is coming on the alpha side, you want the truck to ventilate on the Charlie side. Yes. Coordinate fire attack. There's things you have to know, and that's important. And anytime you're taking firemen into a building, you've got to know your stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm a proponent of studying and knowing your stuff forward and backward and drilling. Mm-hmm. I'm a proponent of that. Um, back in the day, did people get tested? Other people didn't get? Did people hide information? Probably. But your first line of defense is studying yes. and knowing the shit inside and out, mm-hmm. especially if you're in because if you're black, 
you know people looking at you a different way, and you also know that I didn't have an uncle in fire service or a father. or right. I don't have any type of duck-to-water experience. I have to know the stuff inside and out, and if I don't, my men are susceptible to danger and harm. Mm -hmm. So you should have enough pride about yourself. People who've known a lot have, have let people die at fires. People who have known nothing have went their whole careers and not had an incident. Mm -hmm. It's not a definite that studying is going to absolutely positively save you, but it's your best line of defense. Yeah. So I would suggest that black people study, take the classes, go to the study guys, go to Malcolm X, get your associate's degree, go to IFSI. It's not something that we're acclimated to right away. I remember I was at the academy and uh, you had to turn the hose on before you could go to the next uh, obstacle course. It was like an obstacle course. Mm -hmm. So I was good at a lot of stuff. So it came to me. So I turned the hose on. Turn the hose on. Turn the fucking hose on, you goddamn piece of bullshit. Don't you know what the fuck you're doing, <laughs> goddamn it? Finally, I turned it on. Yeah. But like I, so I, I bought the, the thing back to me, turned it on. It, it seemed like it probably was 45 seconds or 30 seconds. Yeah. But, but it, it seemed, seemed like, like a lifetime. Because all yeah. the other white boys was like, psh, 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 psh. They were like, oh, that. Well, like no. I said, they've been doing then it. Then I twisted it. Then yeah. I, I did not know. I'm ignorant. So yeah. I have to study more of this stuff because I don't I don't know. I, don't, I haven't had stories of the people getting drunk with me about a fire I had when I brought my own 35-footer and went and I rescued put it. I haven't heard these stories since I was little. Yeah. So, like, being black, you have to study even more from the information, I would say, and take more classes mm -hmm. for you. Is the Department of Human Resources, white folks in Beverly, Canaryville, going to do what's in the best interest of their people? They always have. Why is that a mystery to us? Why are we shocked by that? Why are we offended by that? That's what they're going to do. You have to find a way to defeat that, beat that, overcome that on, on, on you. The same way the Afghans did, the same way the Muslims do, the Jews do, the Irish did in their own community. When Irish first came here, no one wanted the Irish. They said Irish need not apply. Right. Now the Irish run the police department. Yeah. Now they run the fire department. Yeah. What's our story like that? What are we running now? When they said, ah, oh, no allowed. What are we running? We don't even run music. But we we at the top of this fire department here, according to the Department of we, Justice. We are, but we are now the Department of Justice did a poor investigation. Like I said, there's only 12 captains. I believe overall there has to be, and I, I should know these. I, I, there's probably like 150 captains. Mm -hmm. Total. Yeah, total, total yeah. captains. And only Maybe have even 12. More, as, as a matter as a matter of fact, there's more than that because there's like 125 engines. And there's like a hundred trucks, so altogether it's probably two hundred and twenty-five. Ninety-nine, ninety. No, that's houses. It's different for the engines and the trucks. No, yeah. it's ninety-nine. But every and truck 60. has a captain, and every well, every engine. A, there may be some vacancies. Right, right, right. But every truck should have a captain. And every engine should have a captain. Every apparatus. There's twelve fucking <laughs> captains on the goddamn. <laughs> Well, and that's, that's this is two thousand twenty-two with a consent decree that got rescinded yeah. because they thought that she was making so much progress that we don't have to have. Okay, when they had Appendix G, you're supposed to have an affirmative action officer in there that's supposed to look at these numbers. I don't think that's they ever never been had the a case. fucking affirmative action officer. Right, you're supposed to be able to every quarter DHR is supposed to report to the Black Caucus. These are our numbers. They don't report. They're supposed to have 
Um, they're supposed to have, was, was, is it 30% is it black on the fire department? We don't have those jobs. There's been no emphasis to get it. You say, we don't like quotas, we don't like this. There's a conservative view for judges. Okay. I understand all that stuff that's been put in to stop the contractual language. And even though we had banding, which would mean like, if a fellow white boy got a 95 and you got a, a 90.5, they could put you in the same group because within 4.5, the test makers from MIT, Harvard, Stanford, Princeton have said, well, within 4.5, you pretty much got the same candidate. Yeah. To the professionals. Yeah. So they get a guy with a, uh, with a like I said, with a 95. They get a guy with a 90.5. We could let that black guy get in this class because they're, they're comparable as, uh, as an officer. Because like I said, the questions they ask, they understand that it's not a perfect test. We mm -hmm. talked about that before. You know what I'm saying? How many, how many, you know, how many chiefs come on a stealing box? Like these questions are important, but like they've decided, okay, well, the 4.5, that's about the same candidate. Mm -hmm. So even with that band, um, the union went on to say, uh, okay, well, if you pass over this white guy with this band, he could he could jump up and 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 and, and take the test anyway. So um, they've put information in the contract to help their people out. And like I said, if we don't respond to any of this, sir, we're not going to make it. At right. some point we have to say, well, we're going to recruit. Well, we're going to take all the city jobs so, so that our communities get better. Well, we're all going to go to college. Well, we're all going to take up trades. We have to adapt a strategy where we're putting money in our pockets and we just don't have black zombies walking down 67th Street without a job like all day for the rest of the history of Chicago. You know, we're going to have to accept that there's some things we're going to have to do that we may be uncomfortable with or not used to, but we have to compete. We got to get outside our comfort zone. We have to compete. End of the day. We're yeah. like, like right now, we're not even competing. No, we're, we're not. You're not competing. We're not. You should no. be able to say, uh, okay, they're doing this, but we're doing that, or they're doing this and we're doing that. If you have to think about what you're doing, or you don't know what you're doing, or we don't have an agenda or a plan to recruit, educate, get on the job, then it's a very competitive country. And if you, and if you don't have, if you're not competing. So my, my question is this, for people who feel like we are trying to do something, I know that's myself. Um, I tell everybody I know, I, I was getting a rental car the other day. You know, there's a guy helping me. He's like, oh, this job, him and him and Hoss. Hey, well, you know, the fire department giving a test coming up. Oh, no, I don't want to do that. I ain't going to run into no burning buildings. <laughs> so, so what do we do in those situations? I mean, we have a recruitment team going out now, getting ready to amp up for the test. Um, like I said, just locally, I know what I do. I know I volunteer a lot um, at, the, at the brigade and that's things good, like that's that. That's a good organization, the brigade. I would say that... The first thing we need to do is understand that it's a numbers game, and not everybody you talk to, not everybody honey you give to is going to give you their number, and not every honey give you a number you go hit. Right, so there you go. <laughs> you understand that it's a numbers game, but you know that the more honeys you talk to, the more, the more, more chance the, you got. The more chance yeah, you got. Yeah, yeah. And then you just meet, may meet that one honey that's like, whoo, all this worth was worth it. Cause I'm happy, but that come back to the to the testing thing. So we didn't we didn't all the way answer that question. Okay. So more bites at the apple, the fair testing thing. Do you think that's good? Do you think that's bad? Or 
you said study. Know what you know what you well, talking about. Well, I would about. say this: on, on average, if you talk about the LSTAT for lieutenants, if you talk, I mean for 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 lawyers, if you talk about like uh, for met for 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 doctors, if you talk about testing into colleges, if you talk about testing into magnet schools, blacks are not testing as well as whites. Okay. Um, we don't have the same resources. That's what I was going to ask you. Why? Well, well, we don't have the same resources at Highland Park High School that you have at Dunbar. They don't care about you the same at Highland Park with Dunbar. The parenting's not the same. You don't have the um, you know you don't have a pattern of historical uh, um, um, dedication to testing. Um, you, we're not taking the pre-testing um, classes. We're not taking classes at Malcolm X to develop ourselves. We're waiting to the last minute to get prepared. When we do wait to the last minute, we don't have the reading skills to compete with whites from Mont Carmel, De La Salle. Um, they may have some connections in the testing department where they may be getting some more information that they that they get that we don't get. A lot of that stuff happens with those classes. Mm -hmm. Like for Chief, there was a class you could take that if you paid eight hundred dollars, they pretty much gave you the scenario mm -hmm. for the lieutenant oral because mm -hmm. these are scenarios they lose all over the country. Mm -hmm. So if you paid for that class, you'd have had access to those scenarios. Mm How -hmm. many blacks took that class? Derek Strong. He was ready for it. He went there. He's the only brother there. He was ready for it. He took it. He saw the scenarios. Now he's in the top 130. Now, okay. I, I didn't even know about that. <laughs> See, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so, like, if you were in a position where, you know, you know, some of these blacks, I mean, when, when they're, okay, it's, 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 it's a test, okay? You're not good at reading. It's a test. You wait till the last minute. This guy got an uncle on the job, nephew on the job, been working for the test, understands the value of the test. He's been studying. That test is white, 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 black, white, 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 Latin, white, 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 black, black, Spanish, white, 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 white. And it's like that for pages. Yes. For pages. You barely see black people in the top 500, let alone the top. You barely see. And the blacks that you see, oh, he went to Northwestern or he went to U of I. These are blacks who have developed their cortex so they could take a test. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like the regular folks, you just smoked unless you make, that's what I'm saying, you have to make a commitment for this task. Well, that's, uh, honestly, that's one of the things I love about this job and this career is because you could take anybody, any Joe Smo blow blow from the street, and as long as they have a dedication to learn and really just to learn and to, and to apply what they learn, you could take anybody and plug them into this job and they can be a good firefighter, man or a woman. I've yeah. seen it. I've seen, like, yeah. one of the guys that retired from the job and showed me everything, he didn't have anybody on the job. Um, and he was literally a gangbanger. And this dude went from gangbanging to being one of the best firefighters on the job, period. Yeah. Um, I, one of my classmates, a young lady, she didn't have any idea, anything. She just is a really hardworking woman. Came on, and she's one of the best fire women I have ever met, ever. And I don't want to make it a man-woman thing, but she can, like, outwork a lot of the dudes I know. No doubt about it. And that's something you can do if you have hard work and dedication. And even with testing, um, I still think, I understand what you're saying, that... We don't have all the resources and everything, but I still think more bites at the apple will get you 
more promotions than as opposed to we waiting to we keep doing what we've been doing. Like this whole twelve year thing, this ten year, twelve year. It's, thing. it's a it's a long struggle. I mean, when you take another test, we say there's a test, another test for lieutenant five years. Yeah. The blacks who study are gonna do better on that test. Well, I mean, they've seen everything from before and they right. should know studying. They should wise. know, but but they have to take on those study habits because like everybody else is gonna be studying. Everybody so like if you have the test, if you have the test and you hold it for fifteen years and you wait till the you notice Towards the end of that, 10, 12, 13, that's when you start hiring black people. Right. Well, that's what we're talking about, Joe. That's okay. when yeah, you start you, getting. Yeah, you start hiring black. So, like, you know, um, uh, when they get more tests, you're going to have more whites at the top of that list unless we take an action to change that. There was a test, well, there was a captain's test like 10 years ago where all these black people decided to study their ass off and, and, and do well. Mm-hmm. They all kicked ass. It mm-hmm. was like an investigation. These motherfuckers kicked ass. And, but they studied their ass off. They kicked ass. It was like Linda Turner, Walcott, Les Noy. I'm not sure if Noy was on that test. But it was all these like like um, Ariel Gray, Rich Ford. I, I believe our current uh, commissioner was on there. On there. Um, you know, Annette Halt, Nance Halt. Everybody decided to study and kick ass. Yeah. And they did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what people don't reckon. They did kick ass. It yeah. was like, uh, how did that happen? Uh, you know, Les Noy must, Les was a brother. He must have gave all these black people the answers. It was like, nah, that's not what happened. Yeah. They just decided to study. Yeah. So it's in with our grasp. That's That same scenario is currently happening to a buddy I have that lives in another state. Okay. He runs the training academy. Um, not the whole thing, but a division of the training academy. And they bring outside people in, they test them up, sure. or they train them up sure. to take the test. And they said, they're doing too good on this test. What, right. what's, what's going on? Are you giving right. them the answers? Right. I don't got the answers. Right. <laughs> so right. how am I right. going to give yeah. them the answers? And it's just a matter of studying. So that's where I do appreciate your point to if you want to, your, your first line of defense is studying. Your first it line is. of defense is knowing your job. And also, since they cut the dissent decree, rescinded that in June, you are going to have more testing. Okay. So we're going to see, you know, we're going to see, we're going to see if it's going to help us more. You know, I mean, Pat McCollum was one of the sharpest guys we had. He was like 199. Yeah. I mean, like, our sharpest guys were like 130, 199. Like, in the first 100, there was like three people. Yeah, so, I mean, first, so I mean, like, yeah. so the next test that comes five, five, five years later from now, there's going to be like five blacks. And I mean, the numbers aren't going to change that much unless we say, "Fuck it, we finna take the department over." I'm studying. I'm in. Like, I run study groups. Yeah, no one shows up. Like, I run study groups. Everybody mm-hmm. know who I am. It's been 27 years. Mm-hmm. People know me. They like me, or like whatever the case may be. They know mm-hmm. I've been at busy companies, and they know I hit the books. Mm-hmm. Those two things they know. Mm-hmm. Let's have a study group. Don't want to show up. So, it, it, or, or very few. So if we want to put in last-minute effort, not show up, do the least we can to get what we got, this is not what it's going to take to win with these with this juggernaut. I'm yeah. telling you. No. So I you're going to get smashed, or you could have to test every year, every 20 years. It's going to help to help the flunkies that are behind. Whatever the situation is, we have to have an aggressive stance of some type of attack. Whether that's education, get with these politicians, you know what I'm saying? Force our kids to take the fucking exam, whatever we decide to do, or a combination of everything, mm-hmm. or just let all the whites get all the beautiful city jobs. 
And you walk up and down 67 looking for some heroin and for something to drink. Yeah, and, and let them keep being rich and turning rich in the ain't wealthy. No, ain't no in-between. Ain't no middle class. You're going to no, be yeah. rich or you're going to be poor. Yeah. Ain't no middle class. Ain't no other decision you can make. I'm sorry if it makes you feel uncomfortable. Either you're going to get a job at Commonwealth Edison, CTA, Chicago Fire, Police Department with the city, your black ass, public. It's going to be very hard for you to get a private job as a black man with dreads or a black man, you know what I'm saying, with any type of issues to get mm-hmm. a nice, good public job, mm-hmm. private job, is going to take care of you like these public jobs in the Chicago Fire Department. But I don't think people understand or know that. Like, you gave a lot of the ins and outs, like you said. You can go, you can call up and say, I want to retire, and you're still a young man. You can even go start in a whole nother career if you feel like doing it. Like I'm you talking said, to FEMA next week. I like I like podcasting. Let me go, let me just do podcasting forever and, and literally do that. And you collect checks for not working until you gone. Man, some guys collecting $11,000 checks a month. $10,000 checks know. a month. I know. $9,000 checks a month. Firefighters with no promotion are collecting checks over seven grand a month in some situations. Yes. To not work. To not work. And, and they're collecting that check until the day they die. And Fireman. to still be young men. And, and now- Live in Thailand. Live in Korea. What if you live in the Dominican Republic- where the cost of living is $800 a month and the Chicago Fire Department giving you an $8,000 check. Yeah. What kind of life you live in in Thailand do you get that kind of paper? Yeah. Or, 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 or anywhere else. Or if you decide to live in America, but I'm going to work for FEMA now, so I'm going to get this pension for ten grand. then FEMA going to hire me. How much money are you bringing in then? Where can yeah. you go? What's your plan? If that's not your plan, sir, what is it? That's what I'm saying. If I'm giving you a plan and you're not liking it, cool. What's your plan? What's your plan to Do stay you have in? a plan? Yes. That's the issue. See, that's that's the crux of the problem, that people in power plan it, and they want it, they desire it, they see it, and they go about getting it. If you don't have a plan of action outside of prayer and wishing, I hate to be condescending, but um, what it you going to do? It is what it is. What you going to do? I agree. I uh, uh, to the nth degree. I mean, that's what I try and tell my kids. That's what I try and teach my kids. You know, you you can't just be sitting around hoping. I was just talking to my son. He said, oh, I'm going to be a football player. Okay, that's cool. If that's what you want to do. But how are you going to not even watch the game and you're going to be a football player? Right. He got to say then, oh, well, I'm working on PlayStation. I'm studying this. I'm yeah. working on the 3-4. Dad, I know what to do. This. Dad, I'm on YouTube. Yep. Dad, I'm on YouTube and I see my man give me tips on how to, on how how to, to do how to that. Yeah. How to snap. Dad, I'm working. Dad, I'm doing my push-ups. Dad, I'm doing my pull-ups. Dad, I'm at LA Fitness. Yep. Like, don't just have something to tell your pops that what you doing. Yeah. You know, he shouldn't be giving you all this information and you acting, you ain't doing shit but getting fat. I yeah. mean, like, you know, I want to be a football player, I'm lifting weights. I want to be a football player, like I said, I'm on YouTube. I want to be a football player, you know, I got my playbook ready. I, I got I got the resume, I study. Even but even football, if you want to get good, you got to study. You got to study. You got to study that playbook. That's uh, so many players. And you know what? The NFL kind of sports overall reminds me a lot of this job. Yeah. Um, just the fact that the playbook, you don't know the playbook, but you just super athletic. That's only going to last you for so much time until you're going to be gone and they can cut you here. 
it can't necessarily cut you, but I mean, if you mess up, mess up too it's much. It's hard to get cut on the fire department. Yes, it's very hard I mean, to get cut on the fire department. It's very difficult to get fired on the fire department. You, what it's they happened. say, and it's mostly happened to black people. You gotta live. Yeah. You gotta live somewhere else. And but now another big thing is happening within the fire department is we are losing a lot of younger people to last chance. Um, they're getting on last chance. Yes. They're blowing their last chance, yes. and they're going off the job. Yes. So. Don't get fucked up to the point you can't pay your fucking bills. Yes, that's that's the that's the point. Let me let me ask you this. Let's let's. So, <laughs> we talked about before what people can do to prepare for the test. Um, test is coming up pretty soon. I know me personally. You said you got on all Cleveland Brown stuff. What's up with that? I was taking tests around the country because I knew what I wanted to do. And I got fortunate enough to get a job the job here with a great outstanding contract. The only thing I would change about here is the weather. Um everything everything else is sweet. I I it's it's just like home. Um, because it's the Midwest. But what can future firefighters do to prepare for the test coming up? I would get my EMT I would get my EMT. The test coming up, I don't know about. They have all these testing practices. Well, you know what? Just for the future period. For the future period, get your EMT license. You could go to the Black Fire Brigade and get your license through there, or you could go to Malcolm X and get your EMT license. Look into being a paramedic. When you become a paramedic and get your paramedic license about 18 months, you could get it at Malcolm X. It costs some money, but listen. Your first year, you can make 150, 60, 70,000 your first year with the overtime in the Chicago Fire Department. And they're so short on medics, you may get hired within, you know, six months. You know, it used to be waiting list of three years. Now they may hire you right away. No mm -hmm. entrance exam. Mm -hmm. Fire Department, you have to take an entrance exam, wait, lottery, wait. Yep, lottery. The Department yeah. of Human Resources may fuck with you, wait. Yeah. Paramedic, here's my paramedic. Okay, we'll let you know. Come on in. Yeah. Come on in. Now for your first promotion, you have to... Sign your fucking name on a piece of paper. You don't even have to take a test for your first promotion. PIC. Sign your name. Whenever. So your first promotion, they're going to pay you lieutenant pay with overtime, eight overtimes a day, eight, over, eight, over, eight opportunities for overtime a month, excuse me, where they're going to pay you 24 hours, time and a half, holiday, double time. So you could be holiday, double time, overtime, Making 60 hours in that 24-hour period yep. at a high city rate yep. and put some paper in your pocket like a drug dealer. Yeah. Money. And not having to be illegal. 18 be months in school, Malcolm X, yeah. CPR, how to read this monitor, how to give an IV, how to give a shot, yeah. how, to, how to stay up all night every night because you are going to be working your ass off as a medic. That yes. part is true. Yes. As a medic, you're working your ass off. Fireman, you may get a break and not work your ass off. Mm -hmm. But as a paramedic, you're working your ass off anywhere in the city. Paramedic, um, real talk, are the backbone of the entire department overall. I mean, yeah. overall, the fire department is a insurance company we are we there in case you need us and that's how we got started right the right insurance companies were the fire department exactly so that's how that's we put our fires we used to beat try to beat the next company beat out the next so company we get, there so we get that put our decal down and then if they didn't have the decal up and they saw somebody else they just left it and walked off and, <laughs> and said we ain't messing with this one yeah. it could be anybody in there but that's it's almost like the tow truck drivers now yeah that's like the, the tow truck drivers they come now. to get to the accident they're trying to get that paper for anybody else the board up people too they do the board same thing they're trying to get there to paper. get that insurance money they exactly. try to do it for money what are you doing for money what are you doing right you what are your you mom's doing house in the basement yeah what are you doing for for anything so, 
with, with, with that being said, get your EMT, get your paramedic, come on and kind of prepare you for a life. Because be sure one, your driver's license is, is clear. It's clear and expunged. Sure yeah, be sure you have your birth certificate. If you have any criminal record or background, clean it up as much as you can. A lot of us fuck with crime. Um, you know, be sure you can pass the drug tests. Well, they did change up. Um, what's that? Steroids, because that was the thing. Guys was like, "Oh, now we can take steroids now," because they took it off the list. I'm like, "Who want to take steroids?" Any? It's to your benefit to develop your brain. Yes, that's what you want to get from this podcast. Develop your brain and put yourself in position. Ooh, I didn't mean to hit the mic like that. That's fine. That you could do your thing. Um, so I already know when you realize this work was important to you. It seems like you have a plan on what you would like to do. Later on, like I said, you're a young man. You're 51. You're at 52 a next, 52 next month. Happy early birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, you're at a at a perfect place in life that, like I said, you can even start an entire another career if you feel like. Um, what's kind of your plans for your future, not within the fire department, but just kind of overall? Well, the fire department, I really want to be a battalion chief. They, they, they took that from me. I want that battalion chief. I want the paper. I want the status. I want the money. I, I want to be in control of the scene. I love it. I yep. love it. I like being captain. I love being captain. I got a good crew. It's an ideal job. You know, you tell somebody in the street, what do you do? I'm a fire captain. Man, it's, you might as well tell me you're Captain America. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, you get, immediately, at least you get, at the, at the very least, at least you get pause and respect. Yeah. And most people say, thank you for your service. That's what 90% of the people say. Yep. You say that. So that's a nice base for whomever you talk to. I still haven't figured out the answer to that. And I say, thank you for allowing me. Because I don't know what to yeah. say. Well, well, they say, we, thank we, you we for your service. you put your life on the line? I have. Yeah. We all have. We put yeah. our life on the line for people. It was instinctive. We did. We'll do it again. We'll do it tomorrow. And so they say, they appreciate that. I say, thank you for your service. You say, you're a fire cap. They'd be yeah. like, whoa. Man, thanks. Yeah. I mean, I get a lot of that. Yeah. When I drive my fire truck, I'm just driving the street. Drunks salute the fire truck. Yeah. At times. I mean, I've had that. Hey, they love seeing us. Yeah. I, I've <laughs> had drunks salute the fire truck. Yeah. You know, I've collected, shake the boot. We had the firemen get out there and collect money for the city. Mm-hmm. I've had people give me $20. Man, you saved my uncle. Yeah. You saved my sister. Not yeah. me personally, but my, you know, the fire department. Mm-hmm. Man. Thank you. Thank you. So I get a lot of that, a lot of respect. You don't really get that with a lot of jobs. Right. So that that that's one thing I say that. But 20, 10 years, I'm taking an assessor course this week. So I want to assess battalion chiefs for tests. Okay. Do so a good job. So when I retire, job. they give me some paper. Yeah. Say, hey, Malik, come on Cleveland. We got battalion chief tests. Let us know if Battalion Chief Doyle is really a good chief or not. Please do it. Do, like, do a good well, job at brave. that. Well, he, he was brave. He was courageous. He kind of lost it on this one. We'll give him an 87. Okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. Here's your meal. Here's your per diem. Here's your paper. We'll call you when we need something else. Like, you know, so I think it's going to be a sweet job to have. So I agree. So. Well, we have done enough to make a two-part episode. So I really appreciate that um like i was saying in the beginning this whole thing was put together by retired chief DeKal walcott that's my man in his celebration of his books not just book but books plural mm-hmm. black heroes of fire um it's going to be engine 21's 150th year anniversary this december um he texts me in the middle of this podcast so i'm gonna text him back and and see what's up see what he needs but at the same time, I really appreciate you coming through. Um, 
is there any topic or anything that you think we should have addressed that we didn't? I want black people to show more heart. And I want black people to bring it. I'm not saying they don't have heart, but we need to bring it and we need to be more cerebral. Okay? We, we owe our children that. We owe our ancestors that. And we owe ourselves that. Like, don't leave this life old and be like, ah, I could have done better. Ah, I regret. Eh. Like, let's, you know, let's give it all we have for each other for and for ourselves, man. Love ourselves enough to give ourselves the, the effort we need to give um, to win. You know, there's no ties. You know, you go be poor or you go be on some planes. You go, you go make it or you're not. Your mother, your girlfriend, everybody go look at you different if you're successful. If you handle this business and do well, everybody's going to respect you at a different level. Even well, my ex-wife yeah. look at me different now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I've moved up on the department. That's mm-hmm. it. Not Tall, dark, and handsome. Da, 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 da. <laughs> you move it up. Yeah. We call you Captain Bilal now. Yeah. That's why they look at that's why she look at me different. Well, the thing I feel the most about your statement, and I'm not trying to dilute it at all, is you said the three people, the, the three generations. Do it for yourself, do it for your kids, do it for your ancestors. Our ancestors weren't even trying to come over here. But once they did get here and the ones that got thrown off the boat and everything Ooh. else, tried their best to make a life for themselves and their kids up under them. I don't, I wasn't there, so I don't know if they was doing it just because or for fun or, well, I know it wasn't for fun. But the point is, they were doing the best that they could with the situation they were brought. Mm-hmm. We took them lemons and turned them straight into lemon Forget lemonade, lemon pie, lemon meringue, mm. lemon slushies, just mm. anything you can make it the best out of. And it seems like now that we've been afforded so many things, we kind of forget that point. We just kind of let things slide past us. We're happy enough to get to where we're going to get. We're happy enough to do what we're going to do. I just feel like we need to do more. I think we need to do more. And I, and I, and I you know... Let's organize and think about that and work together and collaborate and let's actually do something. I mean, I know I could do so much more. And they say, oh, you made cap. That's an accomplishment. Man, I could do so much more to help my people. Initiative. You know, one, one reason why I really like that Black Fire Brigade, I'm, with the, I'm the president of the African American Firefighter Paramedics League. We're a different organization than the Black Fire Brigade. But one thing I do like about the Black Fire Brigade is that Q took a lot of initiative Mm-hmm. To get to where he has to go, yeah. Goldie um, Goldsmith is running for alderman. That took initiative. Really? Yeah. I did not know yeah, that. He's running for alderman. Yeah. You don't know that? Yeah, I so did not know that. Yeah. I, I get. You know, sometimes I get the inside scoop on things. Okay. Yeah. Over so there like, on the west side, because I know he west side guy. For he west real. side. So like, yeah. initiative is what's going to take us to where we got to go, and that's the hardest thing to control is initiative. You know what I'm saying? If once you make a decision and you're decisive that this is what you're going to do, that's going to be tough to stop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A made-up mind. And usually when we fight, we win. Mm-hmm. It's just our apathy why they keep kicking us in the teeth <laughs> and our contentment for bullshit. Yeah. Why are you content with the nickels that you got? Or the, 
Man, 40 acres in the mule, the waves, the fucking the church bombings. Why are you so content with what you have? Why are we so, oh, I got a job at the MCI. Who, I mean, like, that satisfies your quench? Yeah. No. Are they sad? If you told Columbus, oh, we'll give you, then you said, okay, we'll make you chief. Do you think he would have been like, oh, well, I'm chief here? Cool. Yeah, no. No. Columbus had ambition. Yeah. He said, man, I can murder all these people and take all this shit. <laughs> oh, that's wrong, man. But I got the, I could do it, right? But guess what? Everything. Yeah. You got Columbia University. You got Columbus Drive. You yeah. got another Columbia University in Chicago. And they just got now changed the day. You got Medellin, Columbia. Yeah. You got Columbia, the country. Yeah. They named damn near half the continent from Columbus because he was aggressive, had ambition. Oh, he murdered Hundreds of them responsible for a genocide of people. Yeah. But his ambition, I'm not clarifying what he did, but I'm saying his ambition. Yeah. You think he would have been satisfied if somebody said you could be chief of the fucking Potawatomi tribe over here in Vermont? Yeah. Not at all. He had vision and insight and initiative, what he wants. So know what you want and go and, and give it all and go for it and get it, man. Don't just be so docile and be like, oh, well, I'm working here at, uh, I'm working here at Con Ed or... Well, you know, I me, mean, I'm in here, my mom's basement, I ain't paying for shit, I can smoke a little joint, you know, Yeah. get fuck this fat chick, baby mama. <laughs> I mean, like, go, like, man, you God. I mean, like, you, a cosmic being, I mean, before you, you was the one that started everything. You're the progenerator of humanity. Like, there, there's stuff that you did that they have tried to hide from, you know, history, hide from the libraries. They've burnt down more knowledge than they ever had, yes. you know? So why are you, why are we standing so still when we could do so much more? Yeah. Self-inflicted. Self-inflicted. At this point. But it's it's kind of inbred at this point and, and dug in. And it's only a few people that actually want to rise above that and turn it into something else. Um, we, we, we have like famous people saying, it, it was a choice, and, and it's like, dude, uh, it, 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 that's a like I said, that's a conversation for a whole nother time. But but the, if you the point is genetically dominant, if you see what these folks have done to you for centuries, centuries, if you ain't winning because of because that sometimes life isn't fair. Mm -hmm. If you're not winning, I can understand that. But what are you doing? To change it. To change it outside of praying to Jesus at a church where what is what is the trillions of prayers that we've made, where have they gotten us? We have to put something functional and cerebral and a plan and get to where we have to go. We have to do something tangible. Allah too. Yeah. I'm not just picking on Jesus. Allah too. Nation, they've prayed to Master Fra Muhammad. Great, okay. Where has that gotten us? Where? Where are we now? Where are our businesses? Where are our people? Where are our women? Women don't even respect us. You know what I'm saying? We got to go outside of our race to get respect. Mm -hmm. Why we got to do that? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then the women who do give their men respect, how are those women being treated? You know, why we got to go through this? Like, let's really like try to get our act together and move forward to do something that has like um, you know meaning, and they could point to this generation and say, "Okay, them cats did something." They're the ones that turned the corner. They try to they push the envelope a little bit further. Why just accept 
losing. Why? Who likes to lose? <laughs> Nobody I know, especially not that little girl I got in there because we call her Madison. I said, I should have named you Madison. Why you say that? Because you mad about everything. <laughs> if she doesn't win, ooh, she turned into a whole other person Kayla at five. Bear, well, Kayla Berry was at Whitney Young, and they went up against Kenwood for pom-poms. Mm -hmm. This was like... What was this like 2016 right around there mm -hmm. right around there I'm not sure if that's the exact date right around there so Kayla came out blue and orange nice makeup pretty mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying and they gave a pom-pom show for Whitney Young and it was man, outstanding four stars right Kenwood mm -hmm. came out black boots in orange jumpsuits <laughs> with their hair fresh braided. <laughs> braided to the back. Orange is the yeah. new black. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> so everybody like, oh no! <laughs> Dad, they killed them. Yeah. Bow, 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 bow. yeah. So they did the they did the results. You know, Whitney Young, nice, beautiful school. Mm -hmm. For second place, Whitney Young! And for first place, Kenwood Academy. Yeah. So Kenwood came out, right? So it's afterwards. We give Kayla Bear her flowers. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Kayla did a good job. Kayla Bear picked her flowers. Fruit out. I didn't work this hard for second place. Yes. I, see that fire? I, I love that fire. And, Boy, and when she said that, I just I wanted said, to focus ooh. it. I said, ooh, when she said that. That's the second time she said something like that to raise my soul like that. One time when she was real little, she was like three. It was like, oh, Kayla, you're so pretty. You're a princess. She said, I'm not a princess. I'm a witch. Kayla, Kayla, Kayla. Two times, Kayla. And the third time, Kayla Bear said to her grandma, she was praying like three o'clock in the morning. And so Kayla woke up and said, Oh, mommy, are you talking to your imaginary friend again? Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Oh, wow. She, she, three she times Kayla Bear blew my mind. She was on it early. Yeah, okay. three times Kayla. <laughs> and she's a real shy person. She's not really like, you know, this gregarious person that you think would have all these mm -hmm. killer lines. These quips. Yeah, yeah. but I was like, man, she said three lines that, I mean, I'll never forget. Yeah. Yep. Okay, well, we're going to get out of here on the kids. So... Thank you very, very much for coming through. Appreciate all the time and the talk and everything. And other than that, we'll catch up later and talk again. Thank you, sir. All righty. All right. All right.